Hi, everybody. This is Love Him, Love Them with Linda Gunner, where we give hope, touch lives, and change hearts. Welcome, welcome to Love Him, Love Them. Is this your first time? If so, I'd like to invite you, or if you're on our YouTube channel, I'd like to invite you to subscribe and also to like us. I know that sounds so silly, but um, that's what my kids say. All the people say, you got to subscribe and like and notify or whatever that is, Um, because we don't want you to miss anything that we have coming out uh, so that you can figure out how to love him and love them. We also want you to go to our website, which is lovehimlovethem.org, so you can learn all about ways that you can volunteer, come alongside of us, and help us here in the United States and also in the country of Haiti. If you don't know where Haiti is, you just go all the way down to Florida, start swimming or get on a boat, and eventually you're going to end up in the Caribbean. And if you don't know what's happening in Haiti, whoo! We, we're in a hot mess right now. So uh, that's what we do is we serve widows and orphans in the U.S. and in the country of Haiti. If you'll stick with me for the next 27 minutes, I can guarantee you you're going to be smarter at the end of this 30 minutes because you're going to know something that you don't know now. My question for you today is, do you or somebody you know need some common sense? <laughs> I can't even say that without busting out laughing because I know everybody is pointing to somebody else. And the sad thing is somebody might be pointing back <laughs> might be pointing back at you. I'm just kidding. I'm sure they're not. Shirley, especially Shirley, if you're listening, I know nobody's pointing at you. How can we tell the difference between the path of wisdom and the path of foolishness? That's my question. Because God is the source of all wisdom, right? Proverbs. Proverbs is full of wisdom. You know, if you don't have a a Bible plan, which I'm hoping that if you don't, You're going to get our new book, Miracles with Mommy Linda, which is about to be released. And then right after that comes out, it's going to have a devotional that will go with it. So every week you'll be able to read a miracle and be able to increase your faith with that devotional. Um, But if you don't have that book uh, and you do happen to have a Bible, I want you to know that Proverbs has been set up so amazingly that there are 31 chapters and there's never a month that has more than 31 chapters. So if today is, whatever today's date is, if you'll just go to Proverbs and find that date, Proverbs, if it's the 22nd, go to Proverbs 22. I can guarantee you, if you actually meditate on it, you'll never make it through the whole chapter <laughs> because, you know, our kids from Haiti have all these Haitian Proverbs. They're so amazing and hilarious, but they're not biblical. Uh, but the ones in the Bible will change your life. Whether you're a Christian or not, if you go by the principles in the Bible, I can promise you your life will be better. So according to God, wisdom is hearing and doing what he says. Oh, I think my children could be so much more wiser <laughs> if my children would hear what I say and do what I say. Ooh, our house would be a whole different place. How about yours? <laughs> wisdom is knowing the difference between what is right and what is wrong, according to God. This is just so funny. We had a conversation at our table the other night. Uh, if you found a wallet with a million dollars in it, what would you do? And everybody at the table, with the exception of four of us, we have 12 kids and there's usually five to four to five kids there every night. Plus my mom, my mom's 85 and then my husband and I. So we have a very large table Um, and everybody. But I think three of us, they said a million dollars. I keep that million dollars. God meant for me to have that million dollars. That's exactly why even they could. We could not get it through our kids heads that 
if you found somebody else's money that wasn't yours, and the other part, they said, if it if it accidentally got in your bank account, can you spend it? Yeah, because it didn't accidentally get in there. It was in there for me. Long process. But you know what? The the difference with, between the people at the table who said, you give it back, you call the bank, was we knew what was right. We knew what was right, biblically. They did not know what was right, biblically. And that's what true wisdom is. Wisdom is knowing the difference between what is right and what is wrong, so you can choose the right path. James 1.5, God has said he'll happily give wisdom to those who ask for it. When was the last time you asked for wisdom? A lot of times we ask for wisdom when we're in the middle of a problem. So um, we can choose the path of wisdom by spending time reading and studying the Bible every day. Kind of soaks into us. Wise people also commit God's word to memory. I remember when I was getting my gallbladder out. This was like 750 years ago. And I was laying there on the table before they give me the anesthesia. And for whatever reason, this went through my head. I just want to know one. I want to have one verse in every book of the Bible memorized. I want to have 66 verses memorized so that like before I go to sleep, I can sit here and I can say these verses and I know God will be with me. <laughs> most people don't have most people have every football player on every team memorized, every football coach memorized. I'm not going to say what gender that might be that has that memorized, but we do not. And most I know my kids, I can hear them singing songs. They have songs memorized. But do we have a Bible verse memorized that we would know the wise thing to do and say in any situation? Just asking the question. And one of the blessings of hearing and obeying God's commands is that wise people are happy. So if you're not happy, it might be it might be that you got a little bit of, of wisdom issues. So we, remember this: wisdom equals hearing plus doing. Same thing. We've got to hear God's word. A lot of us don't even hear God's word because we don't read it. A lot of us that do read it don't read it out loud, so we're still not hearing it. And then a lot of us, once we read it, we're like, uh, forget that. I'm not doing it. If wisdom is putting into practice the principles of our wise creator God that God, God has given us, our wise creator God has given us, then foolishness must be the opposite. In fact, God says that fools are the ones who deny that he exists. Are you wise or are you a fool? God uses the word fool in the Bible over and over. A fool hates wisdom and instruction and enjoys doing what is wrong, according to God. And yet, because God has told us he exists and he's given us evidence of his existence everywhere we look. I walked out the other night to take Mocha. We have a bulldog named Mocha. And I walked out the front door to take her to the bathroom or for her to go to the bathroom. And I looked up and I saw the Big Dipper, the Little Dipper, and stars everywhere. I mean, it was like a magnificent. I almost felt like God was giving me like a free show. Like, look at this. I mean, the existence that he he does exist. People who choose to be fools don't have any excuse for their foolishness. In fact, did you know this? This, this might shock you. Did you know we're all born as fools? <laughs> Those little cute babies, when they come out, nobody ever says, oh, look at you, you fool. You're such a fool. It doesn't come that way. But really and truly, without the wisdom of God, that's what we are. God's wisdom is best. God's revealed wisdom is vastly superior to the so-called wisdom of this fallen world in several key ways. First, the wisdom that is from above teaches things that fallen human minds could never even discover, not through reasoning or not even through experimentation. 
So answers to some of the most important and most basic questions of all. How did we get here? How did we get here? Where do I go when I die? Do you, do you know where you're going when you die? What, what is the meaning of life? What is the reason for your existence? Hmm? And how can you do what you were made to do? Every single one of those questions is answered in the Bible. Do you know that? But a regular old person here that is not seeking the wisdom of God cannot answer those questions for you. Second, God's wisdom is sure and unchanging. In a world today that is changing moment by moment, I was just telling my kids the other day about how when uh, Ricky Ricardo and Lucy on the Lucille Ball show, which was in my lifetime, even though they were married, they slept in separate beds. And they looked at me and were like, are you absolutely kidding? The world is changing we're changing to different genders, to different things that are okay, that are not okay, to social media, to artificial intelligence. In a world that is changing continuously, God's wisdom is unchanging. It is sure. In contrast to theories and speculations of even, I mean, just think of the speculations with masks, no masks, all of this we've just all lived through in the last year. This is right. No, this is right. No, this is right. No, get the vaccine. No, don't get the vaccine. No, everything is changing. But God's wisdom is sure and unchanging. Even the smartest scientists and philosophers are continuously changing with their speculations. You know, another thing is God's wisdom is pure and it's perfect. Human reasoning, human reasoning is always tainted with sin and with foolishness. Moral judgments that rely on human wisdom are downright dangerous. And clearly our human race in its fallen state is drawn to folly, not to wisdom. Their wisdom is revealed in Christ. So if you if you don't even have common sense, God is offering you a way to get wisdom, and it's all through Christ. The wisdom we need most urgently from God is by no means hidden from us. God's revealed it in his word. I mean, really and truly, we are told how to handle every single situation in the word of God. We have it all in one book. We have it in an apps on our phones. We can Google it. You can even Google what does the Bible say about this? What does the Bible say about that? And yet, do we do it? Do we take the opportunity to be wise? He's distilled it for us in the gospel message. Wisdom starts with the only answer to our sin, and that's forgiveness. Forgiveness that was bought and paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ. That's what the Apostle Paul was talking about. In 1 Corinthians 2, 7, he says, we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages of our glory. And when he speaks of mystery and hidden wisdom, he's not describing something that is perplexing, he, much less he's suggesting that wisdom is hidden in the sense that it is a secret given only to a select few. Are you wise? Do you have the wisdom of God? You know, in biblical terminology, a mystery is something that once kept hidden is now revealed to everybody. Before the cross, it was never completely clear how God was going to furnish a suitable sacrifice for the sins of those he forgave. But now, through the truth of redemption for sinners— through that substitutionary sacrifice, we've talked about this in a previous video about what that means, how we were, how that what that means about being substituted. 
We didn't, I didn't have to die on the cross. You didn't have to die on the cross. God substituted our sacrifice with his son. And that was plain for everybody to see. That's in history everywhere. You don't have to just find that in the Bible. That is the heart and the core of all the divine wisdom that's available to us. So now here's the question. How do you get it? How do you get that wisdom? Wisdom is a capacity of the mind that allows us to understand life from God's perspective. So throughout that whole book of Proverbs that I just talked to you about that has the 31 chapters that allows us to be able to read through it daily, Proverbs, Solomon is the one who wrote it, and he encourages us constantly, get wisdom. Get, I mean, are you ever sitting in a situation and you're like, this don't make no sense to me. I need help. I need God's wisdom. I need supernatural wisdom. In Proverbs 4 and 5, he says, those who get wisdom love life. That it's better to get wisdom than gold. And that those who, <laughs> all I can think of is Merlanda. Merlanda, instead of having gold, would rather have Chick-fil-A. She's on, she's on some kick right now where she's doing videos about how her life would never be the same if there wasn't Christian chicken like Chick-fil-A. <laughs> so, but to, the Bible says that wisdom is better than gold. I'm going to have to tell her tonight, do you realize that wisdom is better than having Chick-fil-A? <laughs> Those who get wisdom find life. By the way, Merlanda is my 12-year-old. Those who get wisdom find life and receive favor from the Lord. People are always wondering, how do I get the favor of the Lord? Through wisdom. That's in Proverbs 8.32. Yeah, in Ecclesiastes 7.23-24, Solomon also makes it clear that getting wisdom is an extremely challenging process. He says, I'm determined to be wise. But this was beyond me because whatever exists is far off and most profound. Who can discover it? Well, fortunately, Scripture provides us instruction in this area. If you want to know how to get wisdom, here's how you do it. Number one, you fear God. Not very many people have any fear of God in this day and age. We don't, not only do we not fear him, we don't even know what he says about anything. Solomon says, and Solomon was, when you talk about wise people, Solomon is the, the wisest person, right? Solomon says that fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And that's in Proverbs 9 and 10. But how do you fear God? How do, how do we, most of us think that it's something that we have to be afraid. We're, we're not talking about that type of a fear. We're talking about an adore, adornment and a trust. In contrast, Fear is the kind of fear that a prisoner has for his jailer or executioner. That's not the type of fear we're talking about. We're talking about it in a way that we can know that we trust him no matter what. And we have such a fear of disappointing that we are, we are willing to do whatever he tells us to do. The second way that we get wisdom is that we desire it. You know, we have to desire it with all of our heart. There's so many things that a lot of us desire. We desire food. We desire, we desire different things to fill up our heart that are not even ever going to give us what we want or what we need. But as Solomon says, we have to look for wisdom the same way we would search for silver or gold and as if it was a hidden treasure. Another way that we get wisdom is we pray for wisdom. James tells us if any of you lacks wisdom, you should just ask God. When was the last time you really needed something and you just, you've asked, you've done, you've searched, you've Googled, you've done anything and everything you can do, but you have not asked God. 
you know, uh, there's lots of new shows out right now on uh, Pure Flix. Uh, there's um, a good friend of mine, Cameron Arnett, is in, uh, I think it's called Saved by Grace. And literally, it's two angels that are walking the earth, and they're waiting for people that say, God, please help me. And bam, in a moment's notice, they show up, and whatever it is that they're looking for help with, the angels show up to minister to the saints. But James says, if you lack wisdom, you should ask God. He's the one who gives generously to everybody without finding fault. And it'll be given to you. Um, what about studying God's word to get wisdom? Have you ever met somebody that no matter what you ask them, no matter what you say to them, no matter what you talk to them about, they've got a Bible verse to quote back to you? Well, that's a way that you can get wisdom. You study and you meditate on God's word. We don't need to just rely on our own understanding. Many, many times there are supernatural ways that God can speak to us through the word of God, but we want to lean on our own understanding. We want to go through life through things that way, well, this is what I would think if this is the way this, you know, this person did. My husband just had a huge deal with a huge company. Uh, he's been working on this deal for like a year and the the person finally reached out to him and he was so excited and we were supposed to get back with him the next day and all of a sudden everything just fell apart. David never heard from the guy again. We went through, I think, four weeks uh, of the person didn't respond to emails, didn't respond to texts. And Dave was like, you know, I don't know if I said something wrong on the Zoom call. I don't know if I did something wrong on the phone call. I don't know if he's found something on my social media he didn't like. I mean, your mind's just going and going and going. We were leaning on our own wisdom and leaning on our own understanding. And then yesterday, David came downstairs and said, you're not going to believe this, but that guy just reached out to me. He had some personal problems and some things going on in his life that he had to take care of. And he just stopped everything with business. And he just called me, and now we're going to meet next week and move forward. So, you know, God can give you wisdom with that and say, hey, pray. David could have been praying for that guy and for what was going on with his family. So wisdom and insight produced through the Word of God and studying and meditating on it is incredible. So the practical takeaway is to get wisdom, you got to fear God, you got to study His Word, and you got to prayerfully desire to understand life from God's perspective. I want to ask you this, though. Do you really think that you can gain wisdom just from reading the Scripture? I mean, is that is that really possible? I know a lot of people that read the Bible a lot, and they seem, I don't know if it's wise is the right word that I want to say, but I, I just want to say this. The Scriptures will make us wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. So the big question is, do I really gain wisdom by reading Scripture? When writing to Timothy, the Apostle Paul reminded him of the scriptures that were taught to him by his mom and his grandmother. Do you remember that? That was Timothy. He said he claimed that these scriptures would make Timothy wise for salvation, that wisdom is a great treasure, and it's the one thing that King Solomon desired that he might serve God well. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, Proverbs 1.7. And if you've ever desired to be wise or knowledgeable, King Solomon advises that you begin with God. So God is wiser than men. God is omniscient. God is the one who's the creator. God is the one who's full of knowledge. He is the source of all wisdom and knowledge. And if we want to be wise, we've got to start with fearing God. We've got to start with fearing God. The simplicity of this concept has been a stumbling block for a lot of people that have a lot of academia, that a lot have a lot of degrees and a lot of things. They don't, they don't, they, it's just too simple. This verse does not just stop at telling us that the scriptures will make us wise. 
but that they will make us wise for salvation through faith, which is in Jesus Christ. So the whole simple gospel message in God's word is that the essential wisdom for all of mankind through an understanding of this message, that's how we know our creator. That's how we know our sinful position. That's how we know our eternal destiny. That's how we know our savior and our redeemer. The problem is, is that the people that don't understand that, but that are very, very intelligent in academia or in college or in philosophy, they have rejected that profound simplicity. It's just too simple. The gospel of Jesus Christ is too simple. And in doing so, the people that appear to be the smartest have literally become the ultimate fools (laughs) because it's the message of the scriptures that convert the heart of foolishness into a heart made wise. So there's a powerful simplicity in the message of the cross. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to understand it. It's an amazing an amazing way that God has made for his wisdom for salvation to be very easily accessible. The scriptures were accessible to young Timothy that were taught by his mom and his grandma, and they're accessible to you <laughs> to make you wise for salvation. So today's big idea is this. Do not overcomplicate God's wisdom. It's very simple. You want common sense? You want wisdom? God's wisdom is extremely simple, but it does take effort on your part. You have to know how to fear God. You have to study the scriptures. You have to meditate on God. If something in your life right now makes absolutely no sense and you are seeking the wisdom of God for it, it's there. God wants you to know the same way I, the same love that I have for my children, that I don't want them walking in the dark. I don't want them doing things they're not supposed to do. I am not going to withhold that wisdom, especially not if they come and ask. This morning, Merlanda brought a paper that she was about to go to school with. And she said, <laughs> I told you guys before that she's in love with a boy at school that's from Korea. So on her, on her goals for this year, she wants to learn Korean. So she's spelling it wrong. But she comes to me and says, is this spelled right? Can you help me with this? Am I going to turn her away? No, I want to share the wisdom with her. So if you feel like you or someone you know doesn't have any common sense, the best way that you can get started is to know the word of God. I don't know any better way to encourage you today than to get you in the Bible. The other part about getting you in the word of God is not only for you to become wise, but it is for you to become wise to the ways of this world, for you to not be tricked up and to be tripped up by the ways of Satan. Satan is looking for a way to win you over. The new age religion of today is gone wild. And the reason it's gone wild is because we don't know what the word says. The reason that just a couple of weeks ago, I did an interview with an, with a witch, a witch who says there's never been a better time to be a witch and has over 55 testimonies of people from different religions who are not wise in the word. And so instead they are converting to witchcraft. They are converting to serving Satan instead of God. If you know ahead of time, the stumbling blocks not to stumble on, not to stub your toe on. If you know immediately that yoga is not correct, if you know immediately that tarot cards are not right, if you know immediately that you don't need to be reading horoscopes or fortunes, you don't fall into the trap because you are wise. You know what God's word says. You know, do you remember when Peter turned around to cast the demon out of the fortune teller who was, I actually got to sit in the prison that uh, Peter ended up in, or Paul ended up in, Paul? Paul ended up in. 
uh, whenever he turned around and cast that demon out of her. If he was casting a demon of fortune telling out, that's not something that God wants in our lives. So I have mothers that are calling me that are buying charm bracelets with uh, crystals on them to give energy and vibes for their children. That's not wise. So wisdom at this point in our lives is so important because we do not want to lead our children down a path where, where, where New Age is already taking over. And New Age is taking over. And if you don't know what New Age Christianity is, it's mixing. It's mixing just enough Jesus where people are listening with just enough of the world that it has nothing to do with Jesus. So my encouragement to you today, get in the word. If you have a question, message me, comment below, ask me, uh, and we'll point it together. Or you don't even have to ask me. You can literally Google where does it, and, and all you need to know is where does the Bible talk about this? What does the Bible say about this? Because the Bible is the word of God. Do you understand that? It's the inerrant word of God. It was, it was actually spoken and it is there to reprove, to teach, and to give you wisdom in what to do in every one of life's situations. So my prayer today is this. If you don't have any common sense, get you some God's wisdom, okay? God wants you to know exactly what to do in every single situation. He has your life planned out completely, but you've got free will. And your free will and his wisdom mixed together will, will change your life. Not only will it change your life, it'll change the life of others. Because how many people are counting on you and what you do and what you say, especially if you are professing to be a Christian? Do they see that you're fearing God? Do they see that when they ask you questions, you refer them back to the word of God? Do they see that your wisdom comes from God? Because you know what? My husband and I do uh, marriage counseling as part of our ministry. And when we sit down, the very first thing we say is, we need you to know we're not going to share with you our opinion as much as I want to. <laughs> the other night I came home and Gina asked me, did you come across the table or slap anybody in the marriage counseling? I mean, I do. I, when I hear some of the stories, I want to tell somebody what for. But we have to say, we are neuthetic biblical counselors. And the only thing we're going to tell you is what the word of God says about your situation, because it addresses everything. Every single thing in every situation, the wisdom for that is in the word of God. You need to know it and you can know it. I remember when I was at a point in my life that another woman stepped into my life when I was having issues in my marriage and she shared with me what the word of God says. And I can remember every single thing she answered to me was with the Bible verse. And I used to think, how in the world does she know all of this stuff about what the Bible says? And one day she sat me down and she goes, you know, Linda, you have a Bible too. <laughs> you could actually read the Bible and know exactly what I'm telling you. And it was mind boggling for me. And as I see that, her name is Cheryl Aurelio. And as I see the example that Cheryl set for me, and now I can see where I've followed in her footsteps, I would love for you to follow in mine. Get to know the word of God. Have the answers that not only you need, but that all of your friends and family need. Learn wisdom, when to speak, when not to speak, when to talk, when not to talk, exactly how to fear God. Understand the Word of God, because you know what? That's how you're going to be able to love them, by loving Him and 
knowing what he wants us to do, having that wisdom inside. I'm so glad you joined us today. And I pray that if you're the one that needs the common sense, that you got a little bit more smarter today. Don't forget to love him and love them.